0: big thank you to rainbow grocery our favorite grocery store here in the san francisco bay area for being our sponsor because a healthy body is a sexy body hello modern lovers well it's going to get very sexy up in here tonight we're going to be talking about what is your love destination. Where are you headed in your love life? Your love life is like anything else we do. If you want to take a trip, what do you need? You need to know where you're going. You need to know how to get there. Do you need a visa? Do you need a passport? Do you need a ticket? And of course what is your preferred accommodation? Now the biggest key in attracting a partner and of course to have a healthy relationship is to become the person you would like the other person to be. Most of us would say, oh, I want that person who's on their game, who's so healthy, who's so kind, who's so loving. Well, mm, are you that person? So our guest tonight, Katya, and I'll tell you more about her in a minute, has worked with thousands of people across the globe and she is so passionate about helping people to understand body language and a visualization process that she teaches for a successful relationship. She's an international speaker, trainer. has designed and conducted hundreds of keynote speeches, workshops, seminars. She's got a spot-on analysis that's made her a hit with audiences around the globe. And she's here tonight to help you to determine your love destination. And that's important to us because here at Modern Love Radio, we know that real love accelerates when you have the right tools in your toolbox. So we've got true love, true prosperity because you know love and money are connected We've got mastermind programs. We have couples training, training for singles, training for those going through breakups and breakdowns who want to break through. Anything that you need, wherever you are on your journey of love, we are here to support you. And if you want to join me live, let me tell you now, we have our next full-day live Modern Love Training here in our Modern Love Training Center on June the 10th. Yes, a full day for you to focus on your love life. Imagine that, the most important thing you do in life, that you might spend a day learning how to do it better. You can sign up for that on Eventbrite, or you can visit us at www.drbrendawade.com or send me an email at love at docwade.com. Now, we're going to take a quick modern love question and keep those questions coming I love answering your questions this one is from Lola excuse me it says Lola and I have been dating for a couple of months we're in our early 50s both of us have been married before we get on fine but things are moving slowly but appropriately my problem is that when we talk on the phone we don't have a real conversation Ingrid will talk without interruption, sometimes for five minutes, and I can't get a word in. I can put the phone down and come back, and she's still talking and then she'll ask me a question and interrupt me. How do I get a word in edgeworth edgewise? <laughs> this is from Tense in Texas. Well, listen, Tense in Texas. You set up some ground rules, and I'm big on ground rules when I'm coaching couples and teaching singles about healthy love hear the ground rules it really helps me if we take turns talking and just to make sure that that works out for tonight to get us trained i'll have a timer going and when you hear the ding then it's my turn when you i hear the ding then it's your turn set up the ground rules and let her know ahead of time that both lola and ingrid get to be in the conversation because that's what real communication is Listening is important. All right, thanks for your question, tense in Texas. Now, let me tell you, direct from Australia, Katie Loisel, and I'm going to check the pronunciation of her name when we get her here in just a second, is an internationally recognized dating and relationship expert with two decades of experience in the TV industry. She's a co-author of How to Get the Man or Woman You Want?, and has conducted a widely published five year global study about dating and mating patterns. She's a sought after media commentator host. She's been interviewed over nine hundred times by media outlets worldwide. And her latest project includes the launch of an online how to campaign for dating in the relationship market, and it's generated over 12 million views. She's the founder of the new website, The Love Destination. I'll tell you now that www.thelovedestination.com. Welcome, Katia. How are you? Thank you so much, Dr.
1: Brenda, for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be talking to you. I'm fantastic.
0: Wonderful. Now, pronounce your last name for me
1: it's Katia Loisel.
0: Loiselle, en français. Yep. Ah. Ah, okay, yes. Loisel, got it. Okay, everybody remember that. Loiselle. Okay, Claudia, how did you get interested in studying and talking about and researching
1: love? You know, it's really interesting, and I think that we all have our own story, don't we? And sometimes the parts of our history or the parts of ourselves that perhaps we're most ashamed of or that we that we where we had the most difficulty in our lives is the part that actually gives us our purpose that drives us in our life going forward and for me you know I always I was always an extrovert but very shy and I loved people but honestly deep down I didn't feel worthy of love and connection I didn't feel worthy growing up of like a lot of people of being acceptance and you know and that meant that I was the type of person that would line up in the school canteen as a teenager and let other people in, or go and hide in the toilets because I didn't, I didn't want to connect with people. I was so scared
0: that people would wow. reject me. Did something yes. happen that made you feel you were rejectable?
1: You know what? Honestly, no. It's a bit also that's, that's a pattern I've seen in a lot of people that I've spoken to. We don't necessarily need to have something happen to us. You know, mm-hmm. for a lot of people that. Fear of not being worthy can be, you know, for a lot of people is one of our greatest fears, right? Fear of am I good enough? You know, am I right. a- am I okay? Am I enough? And so for meme, I'm so passionate about, you know, the way you are right now. You are perfect. Yes, we can improve ourselves, but now, you how are that, an amazing being.
0: How does that affect your relationships if you're yes. hiding in the canteen and afraid yes. to connect? Isn't it
1: interesting? And so, absolutely, my, my relationships were terrible. Clearly, um, and it's interesting is that I people treated me in a way that basically reinforced my belief. But what I didn't realise is that it was coming from me. So, you know, when nobody would talk to me, people would you know give me the sideways glance, and you know I got a lot of withdrawal from people. And it wasn't until my early twenties that somebody said to me, "You come across as being aloof and a snob." <laughs>
0: Oh, my God! They didn't realize you were just scared and shy, what?
1: and you but can't I you know i actually
0: i have i i have to be honest I have heard that about myself when I was about eighteen. uh yes. I was so terrified my knees were knocking my first year of college I was seventeen when I went away to school, and I just didn't know how to interact with people I'd never yes. been allowed to date my parents were just. Very, very, very strict with myself and my five sisters. We didn't go anywhere. So I didn't want yes. really to talk to guys. So the guy started saying, she's stuck up. She thinks she's too good for us. And when I heard Isn't that, that I cried. <laughs> I said, me? Oh, no. Oh, I really? don't I really think anybody thinks that about me. So it's I get what you're love, saying. Yeah. Now, how I did you get lie, on to I... mastering basic body language?
1: What well, does that have mean, to do with yeah. thinking? Well, this is the thing, isn't it? And it was really interesting because when she said that to me, I had the exact same reaction you did, Dr. Brenda. Honestly, my heart, I was mortified. And I, even when I think about it now, it still makes me feel very emotional because, you know, we have this vision of ourselves, right? And we, we have this, but we don't see ourselves the way that other people see us sometimes. You know, sometimes we're so disconnected from ourselves, and, and I know I definitely was, that we 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 don't understand how how what we how we bel- think about ourselves, our beliefs, how we you know view ourselves, whether we think we're worthy or not, how it actually affects other people in our relationships, and how it affects our life. And so for me, it was a, a turning point in my life, and it just it changed everything. you I know, was in my early twenties. I went from not being able to make eye contact. Literally, I would walk down the street and just I couldn't look at people in the eye. So I'd look at people basically in their you know, look at their foreheads and smile like a Cheshire cat with a frozen smile on my face thinking, God help me <laughs>
0: No, no, <laughs> Oh my God. Oh that sounds painful. Oh, Katya. So tell us about this thought... mastering basic body language. Because yes. I'm intensely curious what that has to do with your progression into yes. the world of dating. So you're staring well, at people's was... foreheads, grinning
1: yeah, so basically, and it wasn't, it, it, very quickly though, people would basically reflect, they would smile back at me, and it was amazing, it was within a few days that my life, and it sounds ridiculous to have a turning point where your life literally changed in days, but mine did, because... When people started to smile back at me, it changed the way I felt instantaneously. It was like, oh, my goodness, actually. And I realized that it was me. It wasn't other people not liking me. It was me not believing and not liking myself. And that was actually affecting how people treated me. So this was many, many years ago. It was well over 20 years ago. And I researched, you know, got every book out in the library. Went and got Paul Ekman's, (laughs) you know, (laughs) facial recognition software and started doing courses and and went and studied and and then I went and started working with actors um and was working with in the media industry and working as a talent manager and working with actors um on their body language because obviously when we're going for auditions or you know interviews it's very much the same thing it's you know when when we when we have something that we want so desperately like love like a job it actually, you know, it, you basically go into fight and flight, and we can't think anymore. And also, it's the emotional intensity is so high that we're no longer thinking about truly connecting with people, are we? Right, we're and how does that translate to that? your
0: body language? What happens to your body yes. if you are in fight or flight, or you're scared, or you're on that first yes. date, and you know you shouldn't Absolutely. be eating the spaghetti or the pizza because <laughs> you will make a mess? What happens
1: to the body so this, like? is, this is the really interesting thing is what a lot of us don't realize is the, the nonverbal communication we send out when we're nervous is very much the same as when we're disinterested. So when we're nervous, what happens? We go into a withdrawal mode, right? So basically, you know, our body, we're pumped full of cortisol so our heart rate increases. You know, we tend to get a little bit sweaty. We fight and flight means that we can no longer, we get tunnel vision. So it affects our cognition, which means we can't think clearly anymore you know which means that if is right. sending us positive signals, signals we may no longer see them or be able to interpret them accurately because firstly we're interpreting them from a space of fear which means we tend to see the negative so anything that somebody else on. is
0: doing is going to have the imprint of what we really think yes. so essentially yes. what we believe is true Is what we're going to see, no matter what the other person thinks or what they're doing. And God knows I've seen this so frequently, particularly with singles who are out there in the dating scene who believe that they're not going to meet anyone. So therefore, if someone actually comes up and says something, they blow the person off. Absolutely. And it's interesting because our
1: we filter through our experience, through our history, through our expectations, through our beliefs, about ourselves and other people. So what we see, we we see what we want to see basically, based on our hopes and expectations. That's why sometimes, you know, people could say, Oh my goodness, you shouldn't date that person. They're terrible for you and we're like, What do you mean? They're the love of my life and we can't see the red flags that it's glaringly obvious to everyone else because we are filtering them through our expectations, same as when we're going on a first date and we believe we're not worthy. We're filtering what we read from the other person based on those beliefs. And also what we're sending out is we're, we can we withdraw. And this is the hardest so
0: we, thing. I'm glad you yeah. said that, Katya, because this is the most difficult thing to come by. And I want everyone, I want you to possibly write down what Katya is saying because she's saying it's the lack of self-awareness. What do mm. I bring to the party? And this is the key as far as I'm concerned when I'm working with people in our trainings, Katya. You'd be shocked or maybe not by some of the stories I've heard. I had one woman who said, Oh, I'm single, I go out all the time to meet people. I said, Well, where do you go? She said, Oh, I go to concerts, I I, you know, frequently will go to you know a classical event because i love classical music i said what do you do during the intermission you're going to love this mm-hmm. she said i take a good book and i sit in the corner <laughs> and i read it i said yeah. do you but it's like noisy right <laughs> so here's a clear do voice. not disturb sign yeah. so the lack of awareness so i want everyone just to take a moment And ask yourself, if you're out there looking for love or if you're in a relationship that isn't working, ask what is the signal you are sending out. So, Katya, what is the one body signal, the one body language signal that you find is most common when people are anxious or they don't feel confident or they're doing something that's making their love lives more difficult? What's the most common mistake?
1: Well, I would say that whenever we're talking about nonverbal communication and body language, we're always talking about a cluster. So rather than one, one, one particular signal. But what, what I think is most people actually withdraw. So what they do is they go into comforting, pacifying gestures. What we do, we make ourselves feel comfortable by, you know, crossing our arms and legs, putting our chin down, avoiding eye contact, perhaps, you know, putting a barrier so whether it's a book whether it's a phone whether it's putting your bag in front of you any of those things are barriers to connection now what that does is that sends out a signal to other people that a i'm not open and approachable i'm not friendly i'm probably going to bite your head off and tell you to go away um And so those things are going to repel people. You know, we did a study around the world, a five-year global study, and it was over 90% of men and women said, if you're making eye contact and smiling, they are more likely to approach you. And that makes sense, right? Yes, of course. But when we're attracted to people or when we're out looking for love, there's a lot of expectations, you know. Our expectations can so get in the way of us finding love because we put so much pressure on ourselves, and that has such an impact.
0: And on really our what you want to do yeah. is have people go out and smile, just and smile, smile and smile. make eye contact. Yes. Oh. And, you know, this is, yeah. So, Katia, and, you know I'm, I was... I'm really curious because this is a big issue for a lot of people. Yeah. I know you've studied it. How do you detect deception? How do you know if someone is not being real, if what they're saying isn't true? How do you know they're deceiving you?
1: Well, this is interesting because there's no body. A lot of people think there's a body language sign for lying, and there's not. What we see is um, increased emotion, so heightened emotion and negative arousal. So negative emotion we're talking about, we might be seeing discomfort. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're lying. It means that something about um, the situation or something about the topic of conversation has made them feel uncomfortable or has aroused some negative uh, negative emotion. But what we're looking for is we're looking for um, we're looking for withdrawal. So whether that means blocking, using you know um, that you might be and you. So what we're also looking for is changes in behaviour. So for example, changes from how they normally. Behave. So sometimes, you know, some people tend to be a little bit shifty generally around people because they get nervous, and that's the way they are. And so sometimes, people you may feel that somebody doesn't feel trustworthy, and it's actually that they're just a kind of an anxious person. And so it's really important not to jump to conclusions about people, but rather sort of get a feel from how they are as their baseline or how they are most of the time, because that's going to tell you a lot about them as a person. Um, well, and what if it's somebody there. that you're
0: meeting on a first yes. date and you're worried that this person isn't trustworthy? How do you sort well, this, that yes. out?
1: Well, this is the first thing. If your gut is telling you that they aren't trustworthy, then I would say firstly listen to it because we are very good at picking up. We are pre-wired to be able to connect and to desire yeah decipher non communication it's our first language it's what we're born being able to speak literally without speaking it right um the thing is we forget as we get older and we we rely on words how to decipher it so if your gut number one is telling you that something's wrong listen to it and leave the situation you know i think that's number one and Or or get some more advice, but don't put yourself into a situation if your gut is saying no. Yeah, and here's the thing, before
0: you reject someone, let me just say this, before you reject someone, or before you go on the date, that's probably where I want to put this down, put this marker down, is be sure that you have dealt with your own anxiety. Because yes. when we're anxious going on the date, and everybody is, it's really easy to misread. Now, I will add one thing to what you're saying. I've come up with this little formula of questions for the first date, yes. I guess sometimes we can't trust ourselves because we're anxious. Yes. but you want to ask the three basic questions: The first question is, are you one hundred percent available? for yes. connection and a possible relationship if things work out between us, one hundred percent available. And if they say, What does that mean, you get up and leave.
1: Mm. Yes, because everybody absolutely. knows what one hundred
0: percent available means. I was on a date don't, with a guy once and I asked him that and he literally said to me, What does it mean? And <laughs> as I was standing up I said, I believe you know what that means. You're yeah. not living with someone, you're not married and you're not in another relationship. Yeah. As I walked out of the door the guy literally Followed me, saying, But my wife and I have an understanding
1: <laughs> no, 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 and this is the thing and if if you're asking that question, so this is the thing if we're looking for deceit if if you're having if the person is making eye contact, chatting normally, and you ask that question, and all of a sudden you get pauses you get um, they avert eye contact you notice um, some lubrication of the lips because anxiety dries up our saliva basically which means you might see swallowing you might see you know lubrication on the inside of their mouth you might see um you know lip biting or uh, mouth gestures you might see um
0: a, a okay, pose so if the eyes don't yeah. dance around and they're licking or biting their lips, there's a high likelihood what is coming out of those lips is yeah. not, true. not true. Now, yeah, how so do you, this is important, means. let's let's shift yeah. here, because I really want you to have time to get this, and the time is going yeah. so fast. Yes, yeah. so fast. How <laughs> how do you become a people magnet? How do you yeah. manage first impressions so you can be a people yeah magnet because it's so important whether you are single whether you are in a committed relationship you want to be a people magnet because it makes your life better if you're single it's certainly going to make your love life better
1: I'm i'm going to make it really simple for you guys and number one is you already are when we connect truly with another person from the heart without worrying about whether they like us and actually truly listen to that person that is exactly what you are so when we go, when, of course, our anxiety makes us, and, and we all feel that from time to time in different situations, and it forces, you know, it makes us close up. It means that we don't appear open and approachable. So my thing is, if you're going out, do a nonverbal checklist of your body language, means means look down at you, you know, uncross your arms and legs, look up, you know, raise your chin, make eye contact and smile and ask yourself, do I look approachable? Would I approach me? If the answer is no... Then change what you're doing and make sure that you are. If you do that and you make eye contact with people and you actually even think the words, you know, this, I really want to connect with you. Your body will send out over ten thousand stimuli that say, "Come and talk to me. I'm open. I'm approachable. I'm here." You know, we like
0: people. Wow, that love I like love us. that, Katia. Yes. What you just said—that's a really good thing to think the thought. I want thought. to connect with you because I typically we're connect. thinking the other thoughts, oh, my God, oh, my yes. God, what are they going to think of me? Oh, my God, they won't like me. Oh, my God. And the, oh, my God, my th- thoughts yes. are just going to generate more anxiety. That's very yes. nice. I like that. So and what a, else makes us a excluded, people right? magnet? We have just a few minutes left, and I want okay, to also so, get on to right.
1: <laughs> love signs. So I think, so I think that, that that is a big thing. Is But also, you know, what we – We love people who listen, you know, at the end of the day, all anybody wants on this earth, we are all the same, right? We want to be understood. If we want to be loved, we want to be understood, we want to be heard. If you can connect with somebody and truly give them your time, and so make sure you're open and approachable. When they're speaking, truly listen to what they have to say, coming from a place of wanting to understand them, not from a place of, wanting to just get your say in, you know, get your two minutes in. That sounds
0: like the question we just had from one of our Ask Dr. Brenda. Exactly. People who wrote it. Now, Katya, I'm going to take one more quick question because I really want to get this one in. This one is, Dear Dr. Brenda, I'm a woman in my late 40s. I hate sex. I always have. I always will. I never got any positive benefits out of it. My problem is I get hit on constantly. I've tried marriage once. More for financial reasons than anything else, but I couldn't wait to get out. I'm single now, my own home, and the man in this town. Uh, let's see, and the man in this town. Uh, let's see if I can read her or his. Excuse me. Yes, the man in this town's married. In, the men in this town, married and single, all seem to think I'm fair game. They're convinced I'm in need of satisfaction because I don't date. All right, no sex forever. What should I do to get through their thick skulls that I'm not available? Look, no sex forever. My dear, you've got a problem. You've got a problem. These men aren't abnormal for wanting to hit on a single woman. It's important for you to do some work on why you're shutting down this very important area of your life, this important area of being a fully, fully alive human. Now, I want to recommend, not because I want you to come to one of my seminars, but look for a seminar like our Modern Love Trainings. If you're not in this area because you didn't say where you're from, please look for one in your area. Look for an intimacy coach. Uh, Please take the time to investigate why this area of your life doesn't work yet. And now I say yet because I'm convinced if you do some work, you'll get comfortable with your own sexuality and your own being. Now back to you, Katya. Would you please close us out by answering the question, how do we decode love signals (laughs) when you're dating? How do you know? What are the love
1: signals? Let's make it simple. So basically, again, we're looking for three to five signals simultaneously, but we're looking for increases in proximity, increases in eye contact, increases in touch. So increases in proximity means that they're either moving closer to you or they might be putting, for example, if you're at a bar, they might put a drink between you and them and move it towards you so get into your personal space. It means that they're... Their torso and their feet, particularly because your feet and your legs, are, because they're furthest from their brain, they're one of the last parts of our body that we subconsciously control. So they're usually a good indicator of who's attract, who you're attracted to. If their feet um, and their torso, but particularly if their feet, are pointed towards you and they're moving into your personal space, and that is one good sign. Next, we've got eye contact. So we're looking for perhaps a darting glance, a four-second eye scan. Um, a, you know, a face scan where they're basically taking you in. If they're looking at your lips and then back up, then that's a good indication that they're potentially thinking about what they, what it would be like to kiss you. Um, so that's
0: obviously a good sign that they're interested. Right, so those and are I good in, signs that somebody's yeah. attracted. Now, if you're not attracted to them, what's the yeah. subtle and kind way to deflect that interest?
1: yeah so very very simple way is you know have you if, i'll just just to put it into perspective with people if you've ever been talking to somebody and then it's as though they're they can remember that they left the washing out or something, and all of a sudden they're gone, and you cannot continue a conversation with them. It's like where did they go simply by shifting your maybe even shifting your body very slightly even you know thirty forty degrees in your chair and and looking away or even just Stop listening to them literally and just think the thought, um, I think I need to leave. That will firstly send out, subconsciously you'll be sending out nonverbal signals that tell them that the conversation is okay, over. Okay, so
0: shift in the body language. Katya, there's so the much more we could language. talk about. But before, <laughs> before we go, we have just a minute left. Tell people yes. a little bit about your website and what they're going to find there, everyone. Yes. That is thelovedestination.com. So the Love Destination is...
1: So we're we're filming shows now in LA and New York. It's a global digital TV network for everything love, dating and relationships. So at the moment, we have articles, we have some shows, but we have over 40 different shows launching in the next three months. Um, so everything from you know, to art and science, to kissing, to online dating, to random acts of kindness, to, you know, life after divorce. So we have loads of TV shows, and you can also jump onto the Love Destination Facebook page. Perfect. For
0: us, it's about inspiring and So on and Facebook, women. and get to www.thelovedestination.com. Kata is our guest tonight. So much to share, learn more about her. At the website next week. Coming up, Valerie Joy will be talking with us about healing invisible wounds. You know those subconscious things that absolutely sabotage your love life. That's what invisible wounds are. Big thank you to our executive producer, Mr. LeGrand Green, and to our associate producer, Cliff Dunning. Mark your calendar if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area. Join me. Go to event right now and register for our June 10th intensive on modern love you'll learn about our special guest and all the wonderful things that you are going to get to learn in that one day intensive all right everyone thank you i love you all blessings modern lovers good night